Let's go. Live from our Gosford Studios. You ready to start the show? Across the Central Coast and around the world. Around the world. Woo! Get the world's biggest stars. Hey, what's going on? We're Loud Luxury. And we're hanging out with Brandon Atkins. It's Katy Perry. Hey, it's Joel Corey. Hey, hey I'm Mabel. I'm Jonas Blue. Yeah. This is Ava Max, and I'm on air with Brandon Atkins. Brandon Atkins. Brandon Atkins. Brandon Atkins. Brandon Atkins. I- I- I'll be singing love, love, love. The hottest hits at night. You're on air with Brandon Atkins. Live around the coast, it's the on air with Brandon Atkins show. The Coast's number one night show. Make some noise! Live in three. The on air light. The on air light. Evening, everyone. Great to have you company on this Friday night. Hello, Lena. Hello, good evening. You're all right? You have a nice week? I, yeah, I had a really nice week. Well, Wasn't as productive as I hoped, but I'm getting there. What do you mean not as productive? Oh, I like, had uni goals and I didn't bloody get them. What kind of goals do you have for uni? Like, oh, like get like, this essay done by Thursday at yeah, 11.59? Yeah, 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 exactly. I'm like, read two chapters, do this, but it gets so dry sometimes, I need a break. And you do uni online as well, don't yeah, you? Yeah, I do. So how do you, like, because obviously, you know, if uh, if you were to go to uni in class, there's that motivation, like, oh, I've got to get up and, you know, you know, it's like, it's not like the motivation's been put to you because you have mm. to show up, whereas online, I feel you have to like, I don't know, uh, yeah, you know, give yourself the motivation to you know, crack open the computer and type in the uni website and yeah, whatnot. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I do. I plan around work and things like that. I always have different activities throughout the day so that I'm like, all right, I have two hours to get this done. And then after that, I've got three hours for this. Like I don't give, so you don't try not to give it a whole day without anything else in between. Otherwise, I just get lethargic and like end up sitting on my phone. Mm, so I put little activities in. Mm, so you've given yourself a little timetable, have you? Yeah, yeah, I have. But I do remember when I went to uni, I used to get excited. I'd be like, oh, today I'm going to wear my new jacket so oh everyone gets to God. see it. And Oh, my God. Sorry, my, sorry my phone just went off mid-open. <laughs> mid, mid, mid That's fine. That's Didn't fine. you? I'm sure you would have slicked up for uni. Um... Oh, I did. Yeah, I, 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 you get that little buzz of being like, who's going to see me today? Oh, uh, no, because it was the same. Because I went to a college, so there was only like, I think... in. Oh, in what even is a college? I don't understand why people go to these colleges. Uh, what is it? Oh, uh, okay, so it's... It's, it's a, like Billy Blue College, Avondale okay, College. So it's like a uni, but it's on a smaller, sort of more intimate... Okay, that makes it sound <laughs> sexual. But so it's, it's like an exclusive... Yeah. Oh, come on. Yeah. Is it really? I'm a, are you because actually, I'm a snob. So are yeah. you actually getting a degree though? Or yeah, is it like I got a diploma. No, it's a diploma. No, 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 no. no, because this is the thing. Amy went to the same college and she got a bachelor degree. This is his girlfriend, yeah. So yeah, so she, she got a bachelor degree because I only chose to do a year yeah. uh, of the course, which is a diploma. If you do two years, you get a bachelor. So I've got a diploma in journalism. She's got a bachelor in journalism. So she's more inclined to get a job than me. Wow. Basically. So, but no, it was like, I think, you know how like in unis you'd have like lecture halls and there's yeah. like 300 of you crammed into it? You guys would sit in circles and hold hands and, and you're sing kumbaya. Oh. Uh, no, we wouldn't. Um, I would love that stuff. You no, know that. It, it, it was, I think like, oh, there would have been like 50 people max. Like there's not... At there's, the whole college? Oh no, in like our actual course okay. at one time. Like there's, mm, there's hardly very anyone. Very intimate. And it was in Surrey Hills too, so oh, you know, really? yeah, so you know, we're walking around with you know our avocado lattes oh, and you know, our scarves, man. and yeah, you would have fit. FOMO. <laughs> <laughs> you would have fitted just nicely, I think. Uh, yeah, I would have loved that. Yeah, I mean, it was a hassle to get to, but 
No, you're right. Going back to the original question, yes, I did dress up for uni. Yeah, you get that little kick one, of excitement. There was one day a week where I'd be like, oh, I'll just throw this on. Yeah. Now. I'm only in for Naturally. an hour. Yeah, so... Hey, look, we're, we're only on air for an hour tonight. Uh, I know, we're bummed. You've been robbed of an hour of great programming for mm. the A-League at 7 o'clock. Why? I don't know. Management decision. <laughs> but, hey, at least we've got an hour. So, uh, big show tonight. Uh, Jonas Blue, you might know him from these songs. Oh, you know that fast car. I wanted to get to anywhere. Baby, we don't need no reason. You'll be zooming through in about 15 minutes. And then uh, Bachelor in Paradise. Jake Ellis was evicted uh, two nights ago. He'll be phoning through a little bit later and ask him, you know, if he's rekindled that relationship. We with need Megan. to know. Oh, we'd, we'd have to ask him. And I want to ask him about these hitchhikers. You know, there are three random people that oh, yeah. got shoehorned into it. So we'll ask him about that as well. Um, but we are one song away from the feed. Uh, what's coming up in the feed? There's been some school closures in Port Stephens over the past uh, week. Oh, for COVID? Oh, uh, yeah. Uh. I know we're all sick of it, but I, t- I promise there's more interesting stories to come. Okay. I'll get, uh, I'm holding you to that. Okay. All right, as we always do, let's kick things off with a new track. <laughs> and this is the latest one from Doja Cat and Anne-Marie. Love this track. To Be Young here at Coast FM. It's 10 after 6. It's tell me I- Come on, ladies and gentlemen, turn it up. Uh, uh, Mm, wet weekend uh, on the way here on the coast. Highs of 18 degrees tomorrow. Lena's got the feed. So, Port Stephens schools have closed this week. Mm. Two and a childcare centre due to COVID cases. So, COVID is coming closer again. Oh, no, don't, don't. Because I don't like, don't strike the fear into I, n- I know, it's scary. It's happening. And then my second story is that we can't even go to Sydney anymore. There's big warnings against Central Coast and Newcastle residents going to Sydney again. I'm like, what <laughs> I'm is happening? On, I'm going on Tuesday. I'm going to oh, Yeah, go. I'm going tomorrow. Oh, wait. I'm going to an acting class. That sounds lame, but... I know. <laughs> no, it's not. But, it's uh, yeah, I mean... Oh, God. I mean, you know what? If they don't want us to go there, that's fine. But don't bring them here either. It's a two-way mm. street. You know, you can't... You know what I mean? Yeah, 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 of course. I, I've i already pre-booked my class, and I I assume, like, there's only going to... I'm going to be in and out, so that's yeah, my plan. in and out, yeah. What are you going to be doing in Sydney? Oh, working. Oh, okay, cool. Because I'm in a central service. Oh, of course. Um, coronavirus could also see Victoria operating as a separate country for years, according to an epidemi... How do you say that? Epidemiologist. Epidemiologist. <laughs> Good. Keep and if you don't know what that means, it's a public health professional who investigates patterns and causes of disease. Good. Keep them out. Well, they're saying until they find a vaccine or it's completely eliminated. Good ho- idea. So they should. Yeah. Well, all the spikes we don't want them are because here. of they're, that. They're, 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 our spikes are causing them. They it, caused it. Mm, it's sad. And my final story is the Big Brother nominee mm. Chad won and he promised to half his money with fellow contestant Sophie. Right. But has since backtracked. Of course this is he touching was. a little on the E3 this well, week. Well, that's fine. There's, yeah. no, there's no E3 tonight, And he's so saying, fine. he said to Kyle and Jackie O very recently that he's decided instead of halving it, he's giving Sophie a uh, hundred thousand and he's taking a hundred and thirty thousand. He said dog. that that should be fair. Well, yeah, but but they agreed beforehand that they were splitting it in half. It's a verbal contract. Mm. Still stick to it. Yeah, he said on national TV too. 
What a dog. Yeah, I'd like to know their dating hey, status right now because oh, it's a bit... They're, they're a bit touchy on it, so I've heard. Yeah. They've, like, I reckon that's why scared. he's back... That's definitely, I reckon, yeah, why he's together. backtracked. Yeah, they're not together. Because like, oh. But hey, at least she's getting some of it. Yeah, exactly. And you know, he doesn't have to give it to her. True. He's still choosing to give it to her, so she should be grateful with what she's got, but still a dog for, you know, breaking a verbal contract. Oh, I don't like that. I wasn't expecting him to win, personally. I thought it would be Kieran. No. No, everyone knew Chad would win. He's the good-looking one. Oh. Uh, thanks for that. Nice little punchy feed bulletin for tonight. Uh, stick around next. Jonas Blue zooming in from the UK. Let's get his new track on air now. This is Naked here at the On Air with Brandon Atkins show. Stars. Home to the world's biggest stars. Yeah. The biggest stars. And I'm so glad that Jonas is on Zoom right now having a chit-chat. Hello, mate. How are you? I'm good, mate. How are you? Good, man. Whereabouts in the world are you at the moment? Look like you're in a studio recording, are you? Yeah, I've been I've been in my home studio uh, since March. So, yeah, <laughs> lots of music made, and um, yeah, uh, I'm ready to get back on the road now. That's for yeah. sure. I can imagine. I mean, you're based in the UK. What's the atmosphere like at the moment? You know, now that I think your restrictions for COVID have lifted, aren't they? Yeah, exactly. So, uh, yeah, we're kind of getting back to normal. I guess what I didn't realise is actually, because I've never been home for this long, and the one thing that I've uh, only just realised is that I I don't do anything other than make music. So I don't <laughs> even... I don't even go out anyway. So, um, yeah, I really do miss touring because that, that is a big part of my life. But, yeah, things have been lifted here and um, uh, you can now, you know, go out and go to bars and things like that. So, uh, yeah, um, I'll, I'll be going out this weekend with some friends, I think. Yeah. Oh, nice. Fantastic. I mean, you said you, you love touring so much. I mean, what's the, I mean, what's the first place you're dying to get back to or, you know, never been to and you want to go to, I guess? Um, I, I mean, you know, being... being being from kind of you know the UK Europe, it's Ibiza is always the place for me. So uh, yeah. I'm actually going there in a, in a couple of weeks. So uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to getting back out there. I mean, but you know, even even Oz, you know, it's been it's been a minute since I've been there. I think it was maybe last year or the year before I was last there, and yeah, I'm ready to get back. That's for sure. So yeah, nice. Yeah. I mean, it's winter here at the moment, so I mean, the weather's not too. Yeah, good. I'm going to hold out. I'm going to hold out a little bit and come come December time. <laughs> yeah, well, hopefully, uh, hopefully our borders are open by then because they've tightened the buckle on borders at the moment here. But yeah. I mean, look, you've got this new track, Naked. I I absolutely love it. My pantomime of this track is is that you were either romancing someone at the time or you were laying naked in bed writing the song. Is that is that factual? All of that. Um, no, it was um, with with this record. It's an interesting one because not many people realised it, but it's actually song lyrically. It's actually from the female's perspective, and it's about a woman saying, you know, she's she's very confident and comfortable in her position, and she can say to this guy, you know, she she only loves him, you know, when they're naked, and you know, they're they're having these experiences, and uh, I think that was that was quite interesting, especially because I've never said anything like. That. And I don't really know anyone else that's kind of said that in, you know, the dance pop world. Mm. Um, you know, being able to kind of get that message across. And, you know, it's, it's supposed to be a light-hearted record. It's supposed to be, you know, that little bit on the edge. I think you can't really have a song naked and it not be on the edge. Um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it's, it's definitely, you know, from that perspective and something that was really interesting to me to be able to write. So, um, and, you know, uh, the musically, it was, it's, again, you know, switching up from... My, my sound that people know me for and uh, and kind of delving into some of my, you know, the records that I used to listen to in my youth, Earth, Wind & Fire, Michael Jackson, yeah. Darth. 
So it's um yeah, great. It's experience. funny. It's funny you say that because as soon as I heard it, I kind of got a flashback to like you know Earth, Wind and Fire, September. You know, early days of Daft Punk. And I mean, you know, as I said at the top of the interview, we've been playing your songs here on the show. You know, ever since you released Fast Car, and it is quite a different sound for you. Why did you decide to sort of go down this avenue of sound? Because uh, I get bored. If I'm honest, um, yeah. I get really bored by doing the same thing, and you know, it, it would be—I think it would be easy for me to just make fast car or, or mama over and over and over again. Um, but you know, I've, I've always kind of taken chances with with my records. You know, I mean, when I did fast car and I then released my second single, Perfect Strangers, they didn't sound anything alike. Yeah. So I've always kind of taken chances and, and you know trying to make stuff sound different it's mainly because I get bored really easily but the thing with Naked is that I always wanted to do a disco record from the very start mainly because I'd grown up on that music and you know my mum and dad always used to play it around the house so mm. at some point I always wanted to make a record like that and um, I, yeah I'm just glad I've, I've got the chance to now and, it, and it's finally out there it's uh, one of my favourites for sure. Yeah. No, absolutely. And look, you've done so many collaborations. The list is endless, sorry. I mean, you've, you've teamed up with Ray, our very own Will Singe. Um, who else have you teamed up with? Chelsea Grimes. I, I mean, is there someone that you haven't collaborated with yet and you're dying to collaborate with? Um, Sean Mendes would definitely be up there. Um, yeah. I've spoken to Sean a couple of times and I would love to collaborate with him at some point, that's for sure. Yeah, because yeah. I know, I was reading before, and I don't know if this is true, so correct me if I'm wrong, but how the collaboration with Ray started for By Your Side, you know, back in 2016, is through an Uber, am I right? Yeah, so her, I was, I, was in, um, I was in central London at the time, and I had like a really long day doing meetings and stuff like that, and uh, I, I decided to go back. I lived just outside of London, so I decided to get an Uber home. And little did I know that I was actually being picked up by Ray's uncle. <laughs> um, and, you know, you have to remember at that time, Ray was completely unknown. No no mm. one knew of Ray. And, um, yeah, this guy basically, probably a little bit wrong. He actually wouldn't let me leave the car until I listened to her music. <laughs> um, he, he, he played all her music to me just before I left the car. And, uh, and um, yeah, the, the next week I'd, I'd written by your side and, I called up Ray and I was like, I think your voice would be perfect for this. You know, it's in the perfect range for where your vocal is. Fancy coming down. You know, I met I met your uncle in the Uber, um, and, and she and she did, and and yeah, we we ended up creating By Your Side, which is which has been yeah, a really big part what? of my. What yeah. a story. Because, I mean, look, we had Regard on the show a few weeks back and I asked him, because he's obviously done this collaboration with Ray for Secrets, and I asked, like, what, why did you want to decide to collaborate with Ray? And he said, oh, it was it was her tone. Like, you know, her, her voice is so soothing. And, I mean, would you ever collaborate with Ray again? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, you know, I speak to Ray every once in a while and, you know, it's, it's amazing because, like I said, you know, people like J.P. Cooper and Ray... You know they were they were unknown at the time, and then they mm. kind of you know we, we do these records, and they you know they do amazing things, and we end up then performing on the same shows together, but they're doing their own solo projects, and you know, and then I'm I'm doing my thing, and yeah. uh, that's an amazing thing to see. So yeah, I'd I'd love to I see Ray every once in a while at, at these events, and uh, I'd love to collaborate with her again. It's been it's been a minute. Do you, do you get like kind of a, a bit of a joy, a, 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 a happy feeling, I guess, knowing that you've kind of sort of propelled these sort of unknown artists at the time into, you know, this spotlight? 
yeah, I mean, it's it's an amazing thing to be able to do. I mean, it started originally. I was just it started originally because I couldn't get anyone big enough to sing my songs. You know, I you know in in the start, I really wanted Eddie Gordon to sing Fast Car. Oh, yeah, and then and then I and then I found this amazing t- new talent, Dakota. Um, so it kind of it kind of stemmed from there. Obviously, now I'm very fortunate to work with the artists that I do, as well as new talent. But um, yeah, it's um, it's amazing to see how we can do these records together, and then they just it's the launch of their solo careers and things like that. It was like that opportunity that they needed. So yeah, it's great to, to witness for sure. I, I love that. And look, you know, you were saying before you, you try and sort of go one step further with your sounds for music. I mean, can, can, what can we expect from the next record from you? Is it a completely different sound to Naked, or kind of similar? Um, I've, I've got a couple of things um, that I'm working on at the moment. So I've, I've definitely been working on a couple, kind of couple more disco influence records. Um, but then you know I'm, I'm very much from a, from a house background as well. So you know I've got some, some kind of classic house records that I've been working on or influenced by, and you know kind of throwing it back to where we was with you know Tiesto and, and Rita with Ritual and uh, I did a song with MK and Becky Hill called Back and Forth. So I, love, I loved that song. We played that song religiously on the show. I, I mean, I was going to say that to you because that's a phenomenal song, that one. Thank you. But yeah, I mean, that's kind of, you know, throwing it back to a lot of the records that I, I kind of listened to growing up, those kind of classic house, big piano records. So yeah, yeah. nice. I mean, look, I... I, I, something else I actually wanted to ask because off your album Blue which you released I think kind of towards the end of 2018-ish you were kind of dropping songs from that from the start of 2016 I mean what kind of why did you t- decide to take your time and sort of releasing the album in its entirety? I think I was still kind of figuring out the full journey to be honest you know al- albums can't really be taken lightly you know there, there was they have to kind of flow and 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 have uh, you know a, like i said it would be easy to just make the same song for 14 songs and that definitely wasn't what i was trying to do um so you know there's there's records on there there's a, there's a song called supernova um which was um again just a sound that people wouldn't know me for but lyrically you know i was able to go somewhere that, that i've never been before and uh you know i just i think i had to be at a point to to be able to write songs like that so that's the reason it kind of took some time is because, you know, I re- as, as much as the singles that people knew me for, the others I wanted to be able to, you know, kind of be part of the journey and take people on a on a ride. So, uh, yeah, it takes time. And, and I, I love that, man. I love I love your work. I really do. Jonas Blue, the new track, Naked, it's available now to buy and stream. We're, we're flogging it to death here on the show. Mate, it was nice to chat with you over Zoom. I really appreciate your time tonight. No worries. Thank you so much. Hashtag OAPA. Find On air with Brandon Atkins. On Facebook. He was on air last week. Trevor Daniel and Selena Gomez with Past Life. You're on the air with Brandon and Lena tonight. And our thoughts are with Trevor on the passing of his dad last night. Very sad news indeed. Power. On air with Brandon Atkins. Power pick. Power pick. Uh, showers across the weekend, highs of 18 degrees tomorrow. Let's do the power pick. Uh, we have a song each. Uh, people online on Insta get to vote at Brandon Atkins Radio. Uh, the year is 1997. When he we were one legend was born that year. Who? Myself. Oh. When, were you 97? I was 96. Oh. Like at the tail end of 96. Yeah. Uh, what did you pick this week? I chose Stop by the Spice Girls. Stop right 
Now, okay. And I was I, about to sing it, but I stopped myself. No, I, I, I did it for you. Uh, and I went with uh, Chumbawamba with what? Tub Thumping. <laughs> what? You don't know that song? Chumbawamba. Yeah. I, oh, God. What you, you've been listening out. This is a song here. Yeah, I do song. know it. Yeah, I, there song. was one point that I was singing it in my car. I had a bad day, and I was like, "You get knocked down." And then I was like, I was thinking I was making no. up a song myself, and I was like, "But you get up again." I was like, "Oh my god, what is that song?" And I was trying to search it up, but I couldn't find it. And then randomly, it's called Tubawumper or something random. Yeah, tub uh, tub thumping. There you go. Where did they get that? Do they even say that in the song? I don't even know. I don't even listen it's to the song. It's a great song. I just rock out to it. Great uh, but choice. We, we tallied up the votes and it was a close one this week. 53% to 47. Uh, there's a bit of love for Spice Girls. Hey! So let's get it on there now. Jake Ellis from Bachelor in Paradise. He'll be joining us in 15 minutes. Stick around. Spice Girls, that's your power pick tonight. On air with Brandon Atkins. Coast FM. check. Yeah. Mariners taking on Newcastle Jets in the F3 Derby. Live coverage here on Coast FM after seven tonight. Lena, you've got a little little something to run by a me now. A little something, yeah. Mm. I was working with a client this week who's... Hello, nine, client. Hello, client. She's nine years old, obsessed with the week. Ninety? Oh. Nine. Oh, no. Okay, Ninety. <laughs> right, yeah. Well, either way, there's no restrictions to what age, but yeah, um, yeah she was watching the Wiggles, completely right. obsessed. Mm. I, Wiggles, I went to their little concert in oh, Sydney. Yeah. I oh, I went to the God. Black Ten RSL one when I was. Oh, like did you? Five or four? Yeah. Oh, sweet. Yeah, I was just became mesmerised by Emma Wiggle. She's the female, the first female Yellow mm. Wiggle yeah. to join. And then I started thinking, like, I wanted to look into her journey because I also like the theatrical side of life. I've done a few shows, and I found out that she dated and married. A fellow Wiggle. Yeah, the purple Lockheed, one. Yeah, yellow and purple got together. So they met in 2013 when um, she first joined. Then in 2016, they got married. In 2018, they divorced. Yeah, so they had a two-year marriage. Yeah, and they still work together. Yes, and they've just signed a contract to continue. And I'm thinking, how nuts is that? Like, I really admire the fact that they can keep working together after not only dating, getting married and divorcing. Mm. And they're both dating separate people now that are still involved in the Wiggle Circle. I heard they spent quarantine together, Yellow and Purple Wiggle. Oh, really? Yeah, all the Wiggles spent quarantine. No, no, they all spent quarantine together. Yeah, like the red and the purple and (laughs) Captain Feathersaw was tickling people there. (laughs) That sounds a bit sus, but um, yeah, no, they all were doing it because I think they had new music and they wanted, oh, because they wanted to keep filming new content for stay-at-home parents during the virus because obviously children get bored. So Mm. they all spent quarantine together. That's kind of cute. Yeah. It's very productive. Mm. But yeah, um, Lockie Wiggle is dating the ballet dancer as part of the Wiggles, Dana Stevenson. And then um, Emma Wiggle, the yellow one, is now dating the banjo and guitar player for the Wiggles. And I'm just thinking... Oh, there's a lot of incestuous behaviour going on there. I'm thinking, well, you always hear, don't date in the workplace. They've not only dated and married, but now they're dating new people in the workplace. And divorced in the workplace as well. Yeah, it's crazy. And I just wanted to ask you, what is your take on dating in the workplace and then also like hanging like having to work with an ex I would personally find that so hard because I'm very emotional yeah I've never had to work with an ex um, or you know experience what they have done although I am friends with an ex yeah well wow. uh, we dated at the end of school for six months yeah um, and it's a long time. Long time. T- well, yeah, six months. But this was like six years ago, and uh, I mean, we struggled with getting back into a friendship. 
um, because you know, I, you know, me over dramatic, host, you know, very hostile, <laughs> stubborn. Um, and then no, we made and then we made it work, and we've wow. been friends ever since. We get on really well. Now she's engaged now, ready to be married, and we dated in year seven as well. And we had we kind of went around the same circle back then as well. Yeah, like, we had to build the friendship from scratch. And mm. you know, I, I don't have a problem with being friends with an ex. I guess it all depends on how the relationship played out. Yeah, if, if it was mutual or not. So if it was mutual for them, and everything kind of ended on, you know, a good playing field. Well, the articles say it was her decision. Oh, was it? Yeah. But they've both moved on. And I always think in, in my take on this is there has to be someone that's strong enough to say, like, this is it. This is the way it's going to be. Otherwise, if you're both, like, flirting around and a little touchy-touchy, like, someone's mm. going to draw the line. Yeah, absolutely. There needs to be restraint and discipline. Yeah, exactly. You preach it, sister. Yeah, preach thank it. you. Uh, I mean, look, yeah, I mean, if you, anyone listening at the moment, if you've been friends with an ex... I'd love to hear from Kudos you. Kudos to you. Hit you us have up on, willpower. Hit us up on Insta at Brandon Atkins Radio or give us a bell here at the radio station. Uh, quick, enough talking from us. We're going to continue the love theme because Jake Ellis from Bachelor in Paradise will be chatting to us next. Can't wait to chat with him. Keeping the theme of love alive tonight. Absolutely. Let's do Regard and Ray now. This is Secrets at Coast FM. Bachelor in Paradise. Australia is loving it at the moment. It's back on air Sunday through Wednesday, four nights next week on Channel 10. Uh, if you were watching this week, Jake Ellis uh, decided to pull the pin leaner, said, nah, I don't want to be here. I want to work on my relationship with my ex. How, how nice is that? Yeah, I have to say, that's so brave. I was like, do it. You know, in those moments where yeah. it was like, is he going to do it? And it's like zooming in yep, on his yep. face. And I was like, do it, do it, do it. And he, he left the show with his head held high and he joins us on the phone now. How are you, Jake? Right? Yeah, good, guys. Good. Thanks for having me. Uh, I mean, the first question I need to ask is, have you salvaged things with Megan or is that all over? What's the deal there? Hey, um, well, look, as soon as, because obviously filming was a, uh, a bit of time ago, so uh, as soon as I left Paradise, obviously I was full of excitement and confidence, so I definitely got straight back in touch with her, and um, look, we've been, uh, we have been spending some time with each other, you know, unfortunately I don't have the big news of, you know, saying anything is official, but um, look, we're taking each day as it comes and just sort of doing things on our own terms. That's so nice to hear. That's nice. They're just taking it slow. And I, I mean, it would be difficult, you know, sort of, you know, working on a relationship. I mean, with COVID nineteen. I mean, you don't. You both live in the same state, or what's the deal there? Yeah, we are at the moment, which is really good. So it's made it definitely a lot easier. Oh, great. Um, but it's just, yeah. Obviously, you know, we met on season one and fell in love and you know we had a few ups and downs and you know we just didn't want to repeat the sort of same mistakes yeah um, and try and do things properly yeah i can imagine that like this unrealistic pressure from everyone be like oh my god what happened it just makes it so hard for you to have like a I don't know, I would find it hard to keep the connection real between me and her because it's so much pressure from everyone being like what's going on mm. like yeah yeah exactly right and you know from last night sort of social media it's you know it's, i've been i'm so appreciative of like of all the love and support and you know everyone wanting to find out what's going on and, and whether we're not we're together but I'm, I'm just gonna have to let everyone you know keep everyone on their toes for a little while longer <laughs> yeah just taking it easy i, I like that because you know you you pause the rose ceremony to sort of you know have this you know massive monologue about how you were feeling and you know what your purpose was in you know being in paradise and keeping it real and keeping it real yeah i mean uh, i'm sure you would have told megan the fact that you did go back to paradise again i mean how does she take that news of you going back there and you know you know, pulling the pin you know, to work on that relationship. 
Yeah, look, when I told her that I was going on or that they asked me to be a part of it, you know, obviously it was a, a conversation because we were still, you know, at the end of the day, friends. It was never a bad breakup. Mm. But um, obviously it, it, it could have been difficult for her to watch. But, you know, at the end of the day, she said she wanted, you know, to, for me to do what was best for me. And, you know, in hindsight, it's in more than anything, it just brought me back to her. So mm. um, I hope I did watch it last night's episode with her. Wow. Which was good. So hopefully, uh, hopefully that gave me some brownie points. The big declaration. Yeah. Of <laughs> I was going to say, like, no matter what you did, at least you ended it in that poignant part. Like you're like, no, nah, I'm done. And also, it was so dramatic in that sense. Like, was everyone just silent? Like the way it was filmed, it was like everyone was waiting for you to say something. It was just like these few seconds. I'm like, no one's coming up for the rose. What happened there? Uh, look, obviously, I was still quite nervous. Um, you know, I sort of knew what I wanted to say going into the rose ceremony and you know, roughly how I wanted to do it. But, um, yeah, it was it was just I, I tried to wait a little bit longer, but I thought it was the perfect time to say my piece. And, look, Osha helped me through it, the legend that he is. Um, <laughs> and he gave, he gave me a big hug afterwards, which was awesome. Um, but, yeah, everyone, you know, everyone was really... Actually, everyone was listening to what I was saying, and you know, after they all gave me a big hug, which obviously they didn't show that, but mm. everyone gave me a big hug and, and wished me the best, and yeah, they thought it was great as well, so which was good. That's good. I like that sort of camaraderie within you know paradise. I love mm. that. I have to ask because obviously you, as you've mentioned, you were on a previous season of Paradise, and you know uh, the dynamics a little bit different this time. Like you've got the uh, the Buller Banquet where everyone sits down and has a you know a, a dinner together, and you know it's kind of like a married at first sight kind of, you know, vibe there. I mean, what what's kind of the vibe like with a bullet banquet? I mean, do you think it's a great idea, I guess, to sort of, you know, you know, air dirty laundry? Well, yeah, look, it's, it's definitely different. It's, um, it wasn't a part of the first one, but you know, the one that was uh, obviously the, the mayhem bullet banquet where everything came out about Kieran and Renee. Look, I wasn't there. I was still on my date. Oh, with Helena, Helena, that's right, yeah. Or Helena. Yeah, so I didn't, um, I wasn't privy to that. Like, I walked in and it looked like a bomb had gone off the paradise. (laughs) Strewn everywhere, people were crying. You know, three people were threatening to leave. Um, Look, obviously, I think I don't take sides. I'm I'm friends with both Renee and both Kieran, and obviously, it was a very tough situation for them both. Mm. Um, But look, this is, it's paradise. Like, you need to expect the unexpected, and they're going to throw everything at us. Yeah, of course. I mean, and also as well, I mean, something that uh, kind of perplexed me is that Channel 10 decided to add three hitchhikers into Paradise. <laughs> Brandon's not happy about this. He's like, who uh, are these nobodies? Yeah, because yeah, I thought, if I missed a season of uh, Bachelorette or something, like, what's the deal there? What was the vibe with the three hitchhikers, Jake? <laughs> <laughs> the three hitchhikers. Um, look, it was definitely a curveball that I don't think any of us expected. I definitely didn't. Um, but look, I, I feel for those guys, like they were really thrown in the deep end, you know, like obviously myself and, and the other guys have done this stuff before and, you know, we're sort of aware of the cameras or, you know, we at least know the process of things, whereas these guys had absolutely no idea. Mm. Um, but it was good. Like, I think there was a scene last night where they showed where I'm talking to the new guys and and giving them a few tips and, and, and what to do. But look, they just saw through all the bull well. Um with fresh eyes, you know what I mean? Like, they had no ties to anyone and they just saw it for what it was. Yeah, that's refreshing in a sense. Mm. And how do you feel, like, being a reality TV star, like, stepping out from, like, the ordinary world and then stepping into that stardom? I know there's, like, a close link between a lot of people and these bachelors and... 
How does that feel being the time? Or do you um, get recognised all the time? Yeah, well, look, obviously before this season, you know, I was uh, it was two years ago. But look, I've, I still get was still getting stopped even then uh, before this season. Look, I haven't been out and about yet since last night. Um, <laughs> but look, everyone's it's like it's it's quite humbling. Like I love it, and yeah, you know, I love meeting new people, and everyone's really friendly. And look, I'm just a normal guy. Like I'm no one special. Um, and I just like I appreciate meeting new people, and and people have got with some really nice things to say. And it's um, yeah, it's awesome. Wow. So I'm uh, I'm very lucky, and I've been very fortunate. Uh, from all the three shows that I've done that, you know, it's, I've met a lot of really cool people and it's it's opened up a lot of doors. But, um, yeah, I count my blessings like it might not have ever happened. Oh, I love that. I love, yeah, I'm, and you're not I'm, just I'm, an ordinary guy. You're a guy that's happy to declare his love on national TV. Yeah, good on you, Jake. <laughs> no, thanks, guys. I appreciate it. No, honestly, I love how humble you are. Um, you, you know, you're great to watch uh, on all three um, ep- uh, sort of franchise of the shows. I mean, hopefully uh, things work out with you and Megan. Uh, Bachelor in Paradise is back Sunday uh, after the project on 10. Jake Ellis, great to chat with you, man. Really appreciate it. Yeah, thanks, guys. We appreciate it, too. Friday Flashback. Let's take it back to 2015 for the flashback this week. Ellie Goulding, Love Me Like You Do, from the Fifty Shades of Grey movie. This is the On Air with Brandon Atkins show. We'll wrap things up next. Kill the light. Your Friday Flashback, Ellie Goulding, Love Me Like You Do. Tony it up. Time to wrap things up. Uh, uh, shortened. Bite-sized show tonight, Lena. So short and sweet. Short and sweet. And because you've been robbed an hour of our show, uh, we're going to make it up to you. We're actually going to be back Monday from 6 for another hour. So We're back, baby. We're kind of just splitting the show in half and, you know, giving ourselves, you know, two days off in between because we're lazy. But also management decided to put the soccer on, so... Anyway, so... You win some, you lose some, right? Yeah, so the A-League is uh, coming up next. Trent Dickerson will be uh, spearheading the coverage from Central Coast Stadium. Uh, Look, we probably will make it 12 or 13 losses in a row, so uh, I'm I'm confident we're going to lose. Have some faith. No, no, it's cool. The Mariners have had all this time to train, man. No, it's... They came back from, you know, COVID, you know, non-trained or whatever a few weeks ago and lost the first game, so... That was a warm-up. No, no. Are I'm you going to be I'm, watching tonight, Brendan? No, I'm, I'm a realist. They're going to lose. So what are you doing after the show tonight? Um, Kicking back. Yeah, well, it's an hour, well, I've got an extra hour up my sleeve. So yeah. I might, I might go to KFC at Wyoming, just sit in the car park, have myself a, a feed or two. Alone? Yeah, why not? Oh, yeah. that's sweet. Sometimes you need that reflection time. Oh, I barely get time to myself, so mm. it'd be nice just to sort of sit and just go... Just Watch the cars my, pass by. Yeah, with my Zinger burger. Play some or, cold play in yeah. the car. Oh, God, that sounds depressing. Sounds like you've been there <laughs> one too many times. <laughs> I wouldn't say too many, but yes, I have had some reflection times okay, in right. my good old car. Oh, I'll fill you in on Monday on what I, on okay, my reflection yeah. time. Okay, yeah. Tell right? us what you found out about yourself. <laughs> There won't be much. Have yourselves a great weekend. Stick around for our A-League coverage and I guess we'll catch you Monday from 6. Bye. Have a good one. On air. Ah. With Brandon Atkins.